0: Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, everyone, very special podcast today. I know you're used to many poker guests. This is definitely outside of that realm. We have Eric Damier here, the founder, CEO of EarthPix and Travel Smarter. We're gonna cover both of those, but Eric, uh, how's it going? It's going great, man. Uh, thanks for having me. A uh, little jet lag here. Just got back from
1: Tokyo, Japan. So it's been taking me a couple of days to get back on the regular schedule. Uh, it always happens when I travel, you know, especially when I'm going out to Asia or Europe, it takes, takes a couple of days to get back on the regular st- schedule here in California.
0: Absolutely, I, I was following along on the social accounts, and we, I know we've been chatting on the side. I've uh, that Maldives location was was pretty incredible. I had I'd, I'd seen that one, but not the un- at the time when I was there, they didn't have the underwater uh, room. They just had the underwater restaurant. So we definitely want to cover that as well as kind of get into Earthpix and, and your big project right now, Travel Smarter. But why don't we, for those of you that don't know about Earthpix, or you know maybe haven't heard of you, kind of give a background on yourself? Yeah, you know, give us like the quick rundown of your, I don't know, not your life story, but yeah, where you grew up, born and raised, how you got into travel and then Earth Picks, how that kind of came about.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, uh, I grew up in LA, uh, I've been here since I was five. Um, and you know, after, after high school and, uh, doing, uh, I started, I basically got into sales at a very young age. Uh, at the age of 18, I got into insurance sales, went on to do real estate for a while then until 2008 when the economy kind of crashed. Um, And then I just kind of took two two years off. Uh, Funny enough, during those two years that I took off trying to figure out what I was going to do, I found something called poker. So I started actually playing poker. And that's kind of how I started getting back into socializing and kind of getting away from the, you know, the bad experience that I had of the economy going down. Through that period of time, I met a lot of people in the digital space. And that's kind of how I got it kind of fell into... Uh, learning a lot about this platform called YouTube I uh, met a couple of guys that were building uh, some technology around YouTube and kind of partnered with them and I went from that to basically building my own YouTube network uh, you know where we represented over eighteen uh, sorry eight thousand youtube channels at the time and that 's how I started learning a lot about social media and the power of influence that you know a lot of these Youtubers have, and this is back in 2011, 2012, before YouTube actually blew up and became a massive platform for people to monetize, as you're aware of. Um, so through that process and that journey, I learned a lot about, you know, Twitter, and then eventually Facebook, eventually Instagram. I started seeing a big a big shift in those platforms and how people were interacting within those platforms, and you know, working with brands in 2011 was really hard because you know people really didn't. Uh, validate a lot of the influencers, right? They didn't validate those as, as distribution channels. Um, So we had a really tough time in the beginning, really trying to convince brands to, to work with, with influencers as part of their marketing distribution. Um, You know, and eventually it started, they started paying attention and things started working well. Uh, During that time uh, me and a couple other guys started building up these accounts. One of them was earth picks with the idea that we wanted to create a platform uh, for because of the reach that we had on YouTube and across other uh, Twitter accounts, we wanted to build some sort of uh, one destination where we would share some of the most beautiful destinations around the world through other through other photographers' work. Because at the time, we weren't doing our own photography um, and we weren't traveling ourselves. So we found it uh, a lot easier to be able to source that content and just share it with the world because we knew we had the eyeballs in front of us and we could share their work through our own through our own account, uh, but it was one of those things that it just kind of took off, man. It just really, you know, went from zero to over half a million followers in the first two months um, because a lot of people really resonated with the content, with the travel content, and the other part was that we were really good at sourcing the best of the best. Um, you know, we did spend a lot of time looking for that specific content that we felt was really going to resonate with the audience, and then you know, we were one of the first ones. in, so I think that that also has a lot to do with our success and our fast growth since day one. Um, So that's how we became, uh, you know, the fastest growing travel community on social media. Before we were just on Twitter, uh, when things really took off for us with when when we started our Instagram account, uh, you know, Instagram started growing very fast. and, And I think that was also part of the success that we were very early on on that platform. Um, And because of that, people found us a lot faster than most of the accounts that actually came on later on. Uh, But that's sort of my background. I've always, you know, I've been, I went from being in sales and real estate uh, and insurance to then going on to the digital space. um, Really falling in love and being very passionate about growing audiences and engaging people and really, you know, obsession with figuring out what is it that makes people, you know, engage with specific types of content so we've tested everything out from travel to history. Uh, you know, we have an account now that's like the biggest, the biggest abandoned locations account. So what we share on that account is, uh, some of the most beautiful abandoned locations around the world. And people really love that stuff too, which is, you know, to me, it's, it's always great to see the different niches of, of content that people are really engaging with. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, what I've been doing over the last six years, just been growing the, uh, the uh the EarthBates brand as as the uh
0: largest travel uh community on social media absolutely that's uh, i mean I, I think most of our viewers are gonna be aware of this channel it is like you said the largest on Instagram I've definitely been a long time follower uh w- w- so when you got into that i guess so you grew up you were in what you as growing up though what like were you always was that like a big interest to you when you were a kid like when you were or did it sort of you said it around two thousand eight you kind of segued into other to into it? Like, was that a, something you had a passion? Did you love travel or follow, you know, national geographic or the travel channel? Was that something did. That you, when you grew up?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I, I used to, I was a big fan of Ant, 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 uh, Anthony Bourdain. Uh, that was like somebody that I really admire, uh, from day one, what changed my life in a lot of ways was, uh, when I traveled to India for the first time, I actually, most people don't know this about me, but I actually lived in India for six months uh, during the time where I was in real estate, um, you know, I was outsourcing a lot of my outbound marketing to to a call center in India. Uh, and in 2007, I decided to to go out to India on my own, only knowing one person out there um, to start a call center myself. And when I traveled to that country, it just expanded my mind, learning about a new culture that I had nothing to i nothing I knew nothing about food, people, just everything in general. I was just very You know, I was shocked and at the same time, very inspired. Um, And, you know, throughout the time that I was in India, I traveled to Thailand. I went to Malaysia because it was just nearby. You know, you could take an hour and a half, three hour flight to other places around India. Um, And I just fell in love with it. You know, I fell in love with it. So it was always sort of in my heart, just being an Anthony Bourdain fan, looking at his his work of just, just traveling the world and enjoying different cultures and learning about so many different cultures to me. That was something that, you know, in my heart, I always felt like I had a connection with. So when this opportunity came about to be in the travel space, you know, initially it was just really about growing an audience. And I didn't really see an opportunity there for me to actually start traveling and being a part of what we were doing. Um, that didn't come into basically like about two and a half, two years ago, two and a half years ago, when I finally decided, you know what? Hey, I need to go out there and I need to start experiencing what we've been sharing on EarthPix. I want to experience the cultures. I want to experience the food. I want to experience the destinations that we've been sharing on because I myself was, was inspired by a lot of the content that we were sharing from other photographers. And obviously, you know, in the last six years, we worked with hundreds of photographers and I've actually talked to them and gotten their stories about how amazing it is to go out to different destinations. And I wanted to be a part of that as well. So, you know, I had to t- teach myself how to become a photographer, how to be a drone pilot. Like I literally started from the ground up teaching myself and learning from a lot of the photographers that we work with, um, just because I wanted to start doing my own work as well and really understanding how these photographers travel and when the way they travel, how do they do their work and how do they go to a lot of these beautiful destinations to get that perfect shot. Um,
0: so that's what I started doing about two and a half years ago. And what, so how long has EarthPix in, it's actually been around? Like what's the first day you threw up a picture? Do you know the, the first ever like official day? I guess you said you got into it after 2008, but when did when did uh, EarthPix like segue from all that YouTube? And when did you say, hey, I'm going to go for this and try to you know, build a was,
1: social Yeah, products? it was in early 2013. Um, I don't exactly know the first post that we did. I mean... Because if you, if you see a t- our Twitter account, we have, we have thousands of posts, so I would have to go back. But I believe it was in early, early 2013 when we started just uh, sharing that type of content. Uh, and funny enough, in the beginning, when we started sharing other photographers' content, you know, we were, uh, we were criticized because, you know, a lot of times when we, fi- when we found a, fo- a photo, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't source we, we wouldn't do our, our you know, it was basically just three of us having fun with it. And we wouldn't do our work, our, our homework and figuring out whose photography that was. And we would just share it, share that photo and the destination or the location that it was from. Um, so for a while there, we, we were we were criticized as, you know, these guys that were stealing people's content and just resharing it. But eventually we sort of put a structure in place and a system in place that. All right, guys. We got to treat this as a real business. We have to credit every photographer. We, if we can't find the, the source of the image, we will not share it. And just kind of things turned around as we kept growing. It went from you know people criticizing us for sharing other people's content to now EarthPix becoming the number one platform where all the photographers wanted to be exposed. So things kind of turned around from that point on.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, it shifted. I, that, that's awesome. And I see here uh, on your following account, pretty good ratio, 14.3 million followers to four following. And what's the, uh, so history, uh, photography, history and pictures, history of photographer, that's yours. But, and I see MySpace, um, Tom, Tom Anderson there, what's the connection with Tom and all this.
1: So t- Tom and I have been, uh, Tom and I have been friends, uh, from day one. Um, and you know, it's, it's, we've, we've, it's funny enough how he like went from we been from being went, went from being friends to him launching uh, MySpace. You know, that that company blew up. Everyone knows the story. Uh, 2005, they sold the company to uh, I believe it was uh, News Corp. Um, and shortly after that, he still worked for the company for a while. He actually became very, very passionate about travel and about photography as well um and you know he went on traveling the world i don't know how many countries he's been to but became he became a great photographer and as he sort of ended that journey of traveling around the world and taking photography he came back and one day he was looking up articles about travel account and travel influencers he happened to find an article online on forbes read my name and he's like wait a minute i know this guy and then he looked at the Earthpix account and he was like whoa what's going on like so kind of reached out to each other on instagram we got back in touch we just got getting back in touch, and uh, you know we've been we've been friends since two thousand two. So you know he uh, the other accountant, I think that we follow on EarthFix is uh, uh, Naked Planet, and also um, uh, History and Photograph. And I believe we followed uh, it's Abandoned. I'm not sure if we do follow it's Abandoned a lot, but EarthFix from day one has always just followed you know a handful of accounts that is within our network. Uh, people have always wondered why we don't follow a lot of people. You know that's kind of been it's funny, we've actually gotten offers of, you know, $5,000 to $10,000 to follow someone for one month, which I, I don't know why that is. But, you know, I think people feel that there's sort of like that um, uh, popularity of EarthPix will bring value to them if we follow them. But it's always just been that we only follow our accounts. That's, that's just been how we've done it since day one.
0: And so would you say that's kind of the secret sauce to Earthpick success, becoming the largest travel community? Is that, I mean, you, you keep it uh, high quality work, exclusive, and um, is, is that sort of the, the secret formula or, or what would you, could you add to what you think is made, you know, what separates you from the number two or three travel channel that, or account that has like two, three million maybe followers, like to have such a massive lead, such a massive uh, in the industry to have such a, uh, an advantage in that area. What would you say would be something that really stands out as well?
1: I think the, the biggest thing that stands out for us is um, that we've always been uh, the first to share something, the first to find a specific photo that we know is going to resonate with, a, with our audience. Um, you know, one of the things that, and I've actually heard this from a ton of photographers that send us exclusive content. Um, you know, they give us the first right to, to share their, their photo, their video, um, that when, Air, when EarthPix shares a photo, you automatically have the impact of 40 or 50 other accounts that are within the travel, you know, space, whether it's smaller as accounts from 50,000 followers all the way to the bigger accounts of 10 million followers. Um, we've always sort of been first to find and source content that we know is going to do great. We share it. And it just sort of has that viral effect across Twitter, across Instagram, across Facebook. Um, that for us has been really key is being able to be first in finding the most engaging and the most beautiful content that photographers are out there constantly doing. And we have a system in place for that. Um, that's what we've been doing from day one. You know, there's been a lot of work. Uh, we've had a we've had a, a team as big as, you know, eight people behind managing at one point, managing the whole social media strategy of the account. Um, I can't take credit for, you know, for a long time. Um, there was a team involved that, you know, that I, my partner and I trained at the time to basically source content, to work with photographers. We've always been good at finding the most beautiful and the most engaging content. That's number one. Number two is also basically, you know, working with a, with a good sized network of photographers that are constantly traveling and basically giving us, sending us content on a regular basis before they post it. Um, and just staying authentic to our, to, to what we do, you know, um, from day one, the other thing that we've done is, uh, we haven't really posted ads. Um, and that for us has been something that our audience has respected and appreciated in a lot, in, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a big way. Um, you know, I always get messages from people, Hey man, you know, I love earth Fix. Thank you so much for not spamming us with all the shout outs, with all the ads, with, you know, selling watches and bracelets, um, and just not, you know, selling out as, as a community to, to make two or 300 bucks. Uh, for us, that's always been, you know, key when we do promote, when we do market, uh, our partners, our resorts, we do it in a way that we feel will bring value to our community. And that's always how we want to stay. We want to always maintain that level of respect for our community. And I feel like a lot of the accounts out there, 99% of them don't really consider that because they're so focused on monetizing their audience in ra- rather than building that connection with with their audience and the other the other thing that comes up from that is our photographers also enjoy that and they appreciate that from us as a community that's why they give us first dips on
0: sharing that content with us instead of other accounts absolutely um, yeah i got to say i know i'm excited this has been the- We've we've been talking a lot lately on this next piece I want to get to, which again, I know you're you're slammed. You're just launching a new uh, platform, vertical and uh, travel company, which we're going to talk about on the remainder of the time. But before we do that, I want to give you... a chance to talk about the Maldives trip quickly. Cause that looked pretty special. And I, I had been there, I mentioned with some buddies and we celebrated after the Olympics in 2012 at the Conrad Maldives, but they did not have at that time, they had an underwater restaurant, but not an underwater hotel room. Could you quickly, before we segue to the next section of what you got going on would you tell us a little bit about what that is how it works and you know maybe how special that is part of the the perks of being with earth picks and having that uh is some of the travel and opportunities and places you get to go see but in particular i want to hear about that underwater hotel room
1: yeah for sure so i mean that trip um it took us about uh, i would say probably close to a year to to for it to actually you know finalized in the way that we organized it with, with Conrad, uh, with the resort. Um, it started off with, you know, me going on a Maldives trip as a, as a collaboration, uh, work type trip, um, a a little over a year ago. Um, at the time, Conrad's Instagram account was only at around, I believe 32 or 35,000 followers. I have, I have all the data saved on, on our case study. Um, and you know they've had other influencers, they've had other accounts come to 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 do work with them as far as you know for exposure type deal where they give you a free trip, they give you free hotel five day stay for for the for you posting content on your account. And at the time, I think what what happened was when I arrived there, my first question to the marketing. Person at the at the resort was. What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve by by me coming here? Let's talk about what you guys need as a company. How do we fill in that gap? My approach was very different from what I was told by the marketing director of, of Conrad and by by the people that I worked with. Uh, but from that month on out, man, uh, you know, they basically said like, we want to be the most followed account in all of Maldives from all the resorts. And I said, give me a couple of days. Let me come up with some ideas. We did that. Within 30 days, we had reached that goal and they had never seen anything like it. So, you know, right away uh, when I got back, they reached out to me and they said, hey, we want to tell you about this secret project no one knows about. You know, we've been working on this under undersea villa uh, that's going to run for fifty thousand dollars a night and actually it runs for a lot more than fifty thousand because of the way they, they sell that villa is you have to stay in there for four days minimum. Uh, and it comes out to about, I think it's four days and it comes out to a minimum of $250,000 and that's just the base package. Right. So it's, um, so they had talked to me about it before anyone knew anything about it. They even sent me the renderings on it. So I was like, wow, this thing's going to look amazing. Um, so, you know, we went back and forth, we planned the trip, um, and it took us, you know, close to about a year to come to a final, to finalize exactly how we were going to, you know, create something so unique that no one else has created before. Um, You know, I brought on a a team of uh, four people that helped me with the process. Um, And once we got there, man, it was just the most magical and amazing thing we had ever seen that I have ever seen for us that that trip was um, a really big deal, you know, because the size and the value of the trip itself was close to about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, you know, and from my understanding, that has never happened in the history of travel influencers or travel accounts, if you will. Um, no one else has ever gotten, you know, that, the opportunity to be able to do and go and cover something of that magnitude. Not only did we were we the first influencer or the first travel community or account, if you want to call it, to be there and experience that. Uh, but you know, we got basically red carpet treatment. We, since the day we got there, they showed us the entire place. They gave us the whole background. They even had the marine bi- biologists come in and we did a video on that as well. Uh, and she basically told us about the restoration program that they launched about the coral and all that. But, you know, the, the, I mean, I have to just say, man, the minute you walk into that villa, it's just un- unbelievable. Like you, you don't even feel like you're in Maldives at that point. You feel like you're in this just amazing, luxurious Uh, resort. And then when you go downstairs through an elevator, or you can take the stairs, but we went through the elevator, you just walk into this undersea villa. with. It's just surrounded by fish. Uh, It's literally under the ocean. So you're
0: surrounded by sea life. Um, It's just, it's just incredible, man. I want to play the video, but I'll let people can do it. And I I was looking on uh, Live Rich Media as one of the guys out there, good guy. I know you've worked with a bunch and there's some really cool cool stuff between his account, your personal account, Eric Damier, um, and, and just some really, really, if you want to see some mind blowing, like, you know, once off, uh, stuff, it's really is incredible. Of course there are other, other parts to that resort, not just that, that are, you know, more reasonably priced, more like honeymoon stuff. Cause again, we went on a trip with guys to celebrate, which it was pretty epic, but it was, you know, it's more of a honeymoon, uh, take your girl spot. That's for sure. Um, you know, it's not like a crazy scene or anything, but it, it's special out there. That's, that's for sure. So, uh, Eric, I definitely the thing I'm most excited about because this is like revolutionary. It really is, and we've been talking about so much back and forth. And you know, I've been getting involved now. Um, I want you to talk about travel smarter because this, to me, is uh, I mean, I I don't really know, like. For someone that travels a lot, this is the ultimate in terms of savings and how it works. And I mean, we could spend hours on this alone, but I want people to kind of to, to know about your baby, your project, what, how this came to light, what it is. And, you know, let's just start with, you know, what is Travel Smarter? Who is Travel Smarter for? Uh, what type of traveler? And kind of dive in here. I know you're like slammed with, with bookings and, you know, doing, dealing with this and the operation of the site. So I really want to make sure we get a chance to, to let people know what this is and how it works. Yeah, thanks. Uh,
1: so, I mean, I think, you know, the, the biggest, the most important part of all of this to me, and, and it's something that I've expressed to you during our chats back and forth. Um, I've always, you know, since I started traveling a lot more often, you know, since I started going out and experiencing different countries every month, uh, over the last, especially over the last year alone, um, you know, I've gotten a chance to, 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 to engage with my audience. You know, I get so many messages from people over the last years about, you know, how lucky I was or how lucky I am to be able to travel to all these beautiful destinations from what I do. And just people have always shared their passion and, you know, their, 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 their goals and dreams to, to, to wanting to get out and travel. Um, You know, even on my personal account, uh, which, you know, has around 150,000 followers, the people that follow me on that account are truly passionate about travel. So I get to engage with them a lot of times. And a lot of times I've asked people, you know, what is stopping you from traveling? Like, why isn't that you you don't get out there and travel? Like to me, in my mind, it's like, there's so many ways that you can travel without having to, you know, overspend or spend. But the number one one answer I've always gotten is, you know, it's too expensive, I can't afford it. Obviously other people say time and work and whatnot. But the number one answer I've always gotten was, was, was how expensive it is to travel. Um, and so for a long time, I, you know, I've wanted to figure out a way to allow people, not just inspire them by the content that I share on a, on a, on a weekly basis, whether it's on my personal account or on EarthPix when I post a story, but I wanted to figure out a way that you know where we can place uh, a product in front of them that would allow them to travel in a more affordable way. Um, so I started doing a lot of research in the travel space, understanding how hotels, uh, the hotel industry works understanding how the flight industry works, how the, you know, travel and leisure works. Um, And, you know, over time I came, basically we, we, I ended up finding out that, you know, the travel space was broken into two sides uh, of, of the industry was basically retail and wholesale um, in very like fashion where, you know, you, I go to, you know, a retail store and buy this jacket for a hundred bucks you know, the person selling, the company selling this jacket for a wholesale might be only selling it for 25 bucks, right? But the general audience doesn't have access to buying this jacket at a wholesale price unless you own a retail company or a retail store or have a, a wholesale permit or whatever it's called, it's a reseller's permit. Um, so I did all this homework and I finally figured out there was an opportunity for us to actually place... Uh, or build a platform where we would pass on the savings to, to our customers, to our, to our, to our members, to our followers. Um, And that to me was the most exciting part of all of it, because, you know, I want to be able to provide people with the opportunity to travel without having to overspend. Um, And so, you know, we worked on this project over the last year, finally launched it December 1st um, you know, just in the first two weeks uh, you know, we did. I wasn't expecting to, for bookings to come in right away, but just in the first two weeks, we had uh, over five or six bookings. One customer that we saw saved three thousand five hundred dollars by booking a one week stay in a hotel. And um, you know, just looking at that, to me, it just brings. Like honestly, it sounds corky or, or cheesy, but it brings happiness to me because I know that now. You know, with this platform, Travel Smarter. If you're the type of traveler who is flexible, meaning you don't have to absolutely stay at the four seasons when you're going to Bali, you don't absolutely have to stay, you know, at a specific hotel. When you go to a destination, your goal is to be able to travel the the world as much as possible and be able to save them uh, the most, uh, as much as possible. Travel smarter is specifically built for that type of traveler, right? Type of traveler who's looking for the best deal, which makes up for about you know ninety nine percent of travelers. You don't want to overspend on your travel. You want to get the best deals on hotels, cruises, car rental companies. Um, this is what travel smarter is for. That type of person is is if you're looking to get the best uh, bang for your buck when you're traveling. And you, and the other thing is too is 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 booking uh, in advance, right? Because the more advanced you book, the more options you're going to have. The search engine itself was built to give you access, direct access to inventory to over 450,000 hotels and resorts around the world. So when you do a search, it's literally bringing up every single resort available in that, that specific destination you're searching for and letting you know what's available at that location and what is the wholesale, what is the bottom line price that that specific hotel will sell you a room for. And in order to do this and not compete with the big guys like Expedia, all the big retail companies, we have to be a member's platform. That is the only way that we can actually be able to pass on all these savings to you. um, So that we can, you know, so that because the travel industry is regulated uh, by uh, something called rate parity and all the retailers, all the hotel chains have agreed that they're not going to undercut each other on the pricing. But if you're a private members only platform, Right. If you're a members only platform, you're actually able to offer and pass on the savings on to your members. Um, and that's the most exciting part for us, man. It's just, you know, we've been getting signups every day. Uh, we're doing extremely you know well for the first two or three weeks of us being in business. Um, already people messaging me like, hey, man, thank you so much for putting this together. I really love the platform. I just booked you know my first vacation. I can't believe the price I got. You know, I'm heading over to Bali in March. So just hearing these stories it just it just you know inspires me and motivates me to continue to uh, continue on building a better platform and it's just just the beginning I mean we're just getting started
0: It's crazy cuz I I've used this I actually did book my first um First actual, like I was messing with it, sampling it, checking it out, but I actually booked our trip to New York and we saved on there. My wife and I was actually messaging you last night because I was I you we were looking at some of the app or some, on the mobile version, how it works. Like I'm, I just I'm right now hitting, I guess you can't see, but I'm going to hit f6 over here and go over i'm just looking at new york for like a week in january and you can see like the carlisle where i I just to me that what i love about the site is the structure how clean it is there's no bs you actually because that's one of the annoying parts like you have to go and look at you you type in a hotel then you got to go over to Expedia. you plug you know i've done we've all done it like they kayak or whatever like they kind of show you the other ones but here it literally breaks it down during that exact duration how much it would cost it shows you how much it comes out to average per night it shows you exactly how much you save versus, you know, these other prices. Like if you look, I mean, even like Expedia, Travelocity Orbitz are basically all the same. For example, for the Carlisle, for this, you know, for what it comes, so you actually see how much you save, um, and that's with taxes calculated, all that good stuff. So, you know, it's just cool. I mean, I've stayed at the Four Seasons, I've stayed at some of these places. So, looking at it and just seeing, you know, how the prices are broken down and how you actually save and what your bottom line, you know, how much the public is total it total with tax. So, you know, it's just it's just really clean. It's well done. Uh, and and is that something for people can use for? It's, it's mainly for hotels, correct? Or what other, I mean, is it also on airlines and stuff? Are they going to save money? Or- we do.
1: Yeah, we have airlines on there. Um, you know, the, the, the airline industry is very, very interesting in the sense that there's not a whole lot of savings happening across anywhere. Um, their, their, their margins are very tight Uh, so it's not like the hotel industries. It's not like rental uh, car rental companies. It's not like cruises. I mean, cruises, you can find some great deals on there as well. If you ever wanted to take cruise, you can find deals 30% all the way up to 70% off the retail price. Same with the hotels. Um, in some matters, same with some activities and, and, uh, and and car rental companies. If you're renting a car when you're, while you're traveling, you know, domestically or even internationally, but yeah, the flights were, it's not, there's no real, out there, you know, there's only some one-off deal websites that will give you some great deals from time to time. And that's not specifically because they're discounted website. That's just specifically websites that have, you know, I, I always tell people, right, like, if you want to look for the best deals on websites, I would I would suggest companies like you know, Skyscanner. And the only reason that search engine is great is because it favorites or gives you the results of the cheapest flights. But sometimes the cheapest flights like yesterday I was doing a search on Skyscanner uh, for Bali and I found a flight for 600 bucks. That was the cheapest flight I found to Bali at that specific time in February. Well, my layover, okay. The total flight time is 45 hours, right. Right? right? Where it usually would take you 21 hours with a regular, with a regular two and a half hour layover. So you have to be 23 hours layover at a, you know, in a, in a specific place in China to order for you to get that sort of try to try to discount. If you're okay with Staying in a layover for 23 hours and you want to save that extra $200. Great. If not, book it on our website. We do have discounted flights. It's not that big of a discount uh, because it just just doesn't exist in in the the airline space. And everyone's sort of always asking about that. But one thing that you mentioned was great is um, when we show you the final price of your hotel, we include tax on that. Most websites, a lot of the websites out there, the big websites, will show you the total price or the actual per night price. Right before tax. And so you end up finding out that when you go on these websites, you look at it, it's like it says $100 a night. After taxes, it happens to be maybe $110, $120 a night. So we show you the full price based on tax. We also, there's a little drop down menu that if you go to public price and you click on public price, it compares our price to all the other websites that are selling that at a retail price. So you can actually compare it. And in many cases, um, I was nine out of 10 times where I've shown this to my friends or people that I'm working with, they always tell me, man, this is too good to be true. How are you able to do this? Let me see. Go to Expedia and compare the price. Look for that hotel. I want to make sure it's the same price that you're showing. And we do that and it's there, right? The prices that we're showing you from other websites, we're not making up those prices. We're actually uh, scraping those prices from their actual websites at the time
0: when you search. So it's always going to be accurate. Absolutely. So if, if I were to ask you what type of traveler, like who's the, who's going to benefit the most from this, what which type of traveler is going to like this the most?
1: So, you're, uh, a travel smarter, you know, uh, type of traveler is someone who is somewhat flexible on you know where they stay, right? Uh, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to stay at a five star resort, you are going to be able to find star uh, find five star resorts on the site. Discounted up to seventy percent. In some cases, I've even seen it seventy five percent off the retail price. It's not going to be a specific hotel that you may have in mind. You know, again, using Four Seasons as an example. You're traveling to Bali and you're like, I want to absolutely, I have to stay at the Four Seasons because my buddy's getting married there. That's where the wedding party is at. Um, this is not. We might not find you. Th- Four seasons may not have the best price during that time frame that you're searching for, but if you're the type of traveler who wants to just go to Bali and stay at a five star resort, you want to get the best absolute best price at the best five star resort that's available around that time, this is for you. Another trick uh, that you know we're going to be educating people on through video and podcast and all the stuff that we're posting on social media is that a lot of times uh, I've actually learned this over the last six months is. By changing one day, right? Rather than flying out on Saturday, you fly out on Sunday. And rather than checking out on Saturday, you check out on Friday. Just being flexible with the dates on when you're doing your search, change some dates around. You'll be surprised how much more money you can save and what other resorts become available. Um, again, this search engine gives you the results of the inventory that's specifically available at the time that you're searching. So just be flexible on the dates. Do a few searches before you finalize. Don't be close-minded. Just be flexible on how you search for your for your hotel, for your stay, and you'll be surprised how many more. I mean, literally, look, I'll give you an example. Um, changing one day for me, one day I found a resort, a five-star resort. Uh, I was going to save uh, $1,000, and I just changed one date around from going out on Sunday to going out on Monday. And checking out on a different day rather than checking out on, uh, on Saturday, checked out on the following Sunday. And I was able to save an extra $700 for, by doing that, just by one day. Right. So be flexible. This Travel Smarter is for the type of traveler who is looking to explore the world, save the most amount of money. But at the same time, be a little bit flexible on the dates that you're traveling in. When I say one day, be flexible. Maybe you want to travel a different week of that month, if you could take that week of the month, if you could switch your vacation off for a different week of the month. Be flexible on the searches. And the other, the last thing that I want to say is um, be also uh, plan ahead. Right? The the if when you plan ahead, most people want to wait till the very end to book their flight or hotel because they think the price might drop, and that's not the case. You know, as time goes by, the demand starts filling up. There's less inventory available, right? The more time you allow ahead of time, there's more inventory available. More hotels aren't occupied as, as much as if you were to do it last minute.
0: So plan ahead of time. You'll find the best deals if you do that that way. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy, man, how much I've learned talking with you these past few months. And I can't, it's really crazy how powerful the site is, how big it's already, I know, and I've seen the people that have tried it and love it. And it really is like, it does, it feels almost too good to be true, but you know, for the price, explain them what's the, what's the price, how does it work? And, you know, basically the the monthly membership or, you know, I guess total for the year, it's like, it's a, if you travel even one time in a year, it's, it's, it's crazy the amount you'll save, but what, how does it work just so people know what the pricing of it?
1: Yeah, so the you know, we did a lot of case studies. We've talked to a ton of, 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 our, of our community. We went out and talked to everyone about pricing points. Um, and we finalized uh, we finally came to a conclusion that you know, and because it seems too good to be true, people want to be able to test it first. They want to be able to try it out. They want to be able to log in, do some searches, compare prices with other websites. Um, so the first thirty days is free; is absolutely free. You don't have to spend any, any money on the first thirty days. Doing uh, paying a membership um, after thirty days, uh, it's a twelve month membership that you can build for on a monthly basis, and it's nine ninety seven a month. Nine ninety seven a month. And like you said, you know, you book one night with us, you'll automatically make your money back for that whole year, if if not more. Uh, one of my close friends uh, signed up uh, to the site. And you know, he happened, and this by the way, this is also great for domestic in the US and international. So it's this is not just for international uh uh travel and leisure. Um one of my buddies signed up, he travels a lot within the US. Uh he booked a one night stay, and with that one night stay, he saved $160 for one night. He was traveling nearby to the to another state. Uh with one night stay, he already got his money back and then some, right? So, you know. When you talk about nine ninety seven a month, really like, dude, I spend
0: more on coffee every single week than a yeah, nine ninety seven a month. A day. You know, a couple cups a day. It's a, it's it's crazy out there. So no, I'm with you, man. It's a no brainer to me. Like I said, I endorse it, I'm with it, I love <clears> it. I can't wait telling people about it. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll put some info below on how people can get involved, how they can get in and how it works. But you know, congrats on all the success. I really Really do appreciate you taking the time. We'll definitely be having you on for a follow up once this thing is off and humming and cruising. You know, I just want to let people know what was going on Earth Picks, and then as well, of course, to travel smarter. And just as we as we have to go here, tell us about the sincere. Going to be launching a podcast in January. Uh, why should people tune in? What's to look for with that?
1: Well, first thing, man, I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Um, can't can't I look forward to seeing it when it goes live. Um, we're launching a podcast uh, so that we can sort of provide free information on traveling, you know, how to make, make the best experience out of every destination you go to. Um, for a lot of you guys that follow travel accounts or travel influencers or bloggers, you know, you, you end up seeing the end results of the beautiful photo that we post, right? We do a lot of research before we head to every destination, and even once we get there, there's a lot of, there's a ton of stuff and research that we do. So the whole idea of the podcast that we're launching is to educate you, right? To, to save you the most money and not only save you the money, but save you time, right? So that when you get to a destination, you know, all the great, the best spots to go to, you know, what time to get there, you know, what's worth your time, what's not worth your time. So I'm going to be inviting um, you know, all the all the the top travelers in all of social media are going to be a part of the podcast, and we're going to talk about one destination on each episode. And we're going to cover everything from how to save the most money, how to make the best out of that trip, how to get the most bang for your buck. You know, even when you get to a specific destination, there's ways and things that you can do to save money so that you don't overspend while you're there. And a lot of people don't know that because. You know, they just never travel to a specific destination. They go to Cancun or they go to Thailand or they go to Bali and, you know, they see all these photos and they know they kind of have an idea of inspiration of what they want to do, but they don't know how to actually get that done in a, in a faster, much uh, more efficient way. So that's what the podcast is going to be about. It's going to be really just free information,
0: educating people so that they can make the best experience out of every out of every vacation. And we'll make sure to put that info below as well as for EarthPix, Eric Damir's personal pages and travel smarter information, of course. And what will, what will be the name of the podcast? Or have you announced like, is it, is it going to be a game time decision or what, where will that be based? Where, where are they going to be able to find that?
1: Um, I'll announce it on my personal accounts. Once we go live with it next month, uh, I'll be announcing it on my personal account and also be posting it on earth So either account, you'll be able to see it on the stories, uh, once we go live with it. And then IGTV is going to be also another channel for us to be, uh, uploading, Uh, you know, snippets of our
0: podcast so that people can get more information on it. Amazing. All right. Well, Eric, congrats on all the success. 35 years old, already has the largest social media travel account, uh, Earthpix. Big congrats to you as well as Travel Smarter. I know this is a very special, special project that's going on and I can't wait to be involved as well. And uh, dive in again, I've already booked my first trip to New York city. That's in the books on there. So that's uh, it's exciting times, man. I appreciate your time and we will be in touch very soon. So thanks again. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. And uh, looking forward to uh, seeing the podcast when it goes live. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with party poker, go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.